Yeah, but it was, wasn't it? You kind of had fun when you were kind of that age. And, and, I'm, and I wouldn't give any of it back. But I think if I could have probably given myself an extra hour a day whilst I was still having fun of learning, enhancing my knowledge, and actually some of the stuff that I'm doing today in my 40s, if I'd done it back then, which direction would I have kind of gone in then? Hello, and welcome to Mind and Money Show, where we talk all things mindset, money management, and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for good measure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. You could go first on this one. Is it inappropriate to say Tinder or something like that in a funny joking way? <laughs> Tinder, yeah. <clears throat> or, or or any other dating website. When we meet, we <laughs> met on a course in Milton Keynes. In Milton Keynes. A lovely place. Well, thanks to John Reynolds. Hello, John. <laughs> <laughs> what were you wearing for most of the course? Inappropriate attire. <laughs> well, it not was... inappropriate. It's like we were at a... It was a corporate training, I guess, wasn't it? It was for, a, for an advanced pension exam. Yes. John Rells did, and uh, you turned up in a... Was it, no, it was a Leinster tracksuit? No, I f- may have turned up in a tracksuit, and I may have finished the last day in a tracksuit, but I think in between... The, the prob- jeans on you. Yeah, I probably went up to, uh, to jeans, and it would never have been Leinster, no. It, it probably would have been Connacht, but... He did, I, he did say on the last day, because you're travelling back, Wear whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, and you certainly did that, didn't you? You know, this is this is a separate a separate story. I was at a kids' party last night, and we I went re- directly from here, and turned up when I was almost suited like this. And um, one of the parents went, "Oh, you actually wear other clothes other than track suits and that, and shorts. Your route's different to mine. So, shall I go first? Fire away, yeah." Well, I spent, so I get, I'll take it back to the beginning, actually. So I did a degree in sport. Yeah. As you can see, I've used that really well. Then whilst I was in university, I worked in pubs and restaurants and worked for Whitbread. And then when I finished working for Whitbread, I joined the police. So I did six years in the police and then kind of two years out from finishing that, I kind of felt that I had a different calling and I'd always had an interest in financial advice and financial services. So I... Did all my exams while I was in the police and left to become a financial advisor. And kind of the rest is history, really. So I started out with a network sort of based in London and then uh, came back to Wales then where I've kind of worked for the rest of my career, really. And here we are today, Sanctuary Financial Planning. I came to Wales nearly 20 years ago and I was working on British Gas because I only came over for three months. And I liked it. I'm still here. And the, the, the house I was living in, there was three of us. And one of the guys was a recruitment agent. And he said, oh, why don't you go for a job as a salesman in a bed company? And I went for the job or the interview. And I didn't get it. And I got really peed off. And he said, oh, I've got another uh, job for you in, um, uh, in the Woolwich Bank. And I went in disgruntled because I didn't want it. And I, I fell in love with money and numbers. And all of a sudden then, you know, 
that that turned into doing exams, that turned into working in Lloyd's and becoming independent and all that. And 20 years later, here we are. Don't regret one minute of it. <laughs> I don't need motivation. I get woken up at 5 a.m. every morning <laughs> for a request for an iPad. Um, motivation. <sighs> Do you know, this, this sounds really, really, really silly. When I left Ireland 20 years ago, the guy, because I was working with people who learned difficulties in the, involved in the sports side of it, and there was a guy that would drive the minibus where we bring people. And he always said to me when he knew I was moving over here, you last a week. And that's always in the back of my mind ever since. And it mightn't motivate me, but it did for the first few years of going, don't go home. Because he, all he will do is say, "I told you so." Um, what motivates me now? I, I, you know, I think it's just continuing to learn and 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 making people almost feel proud of you or proud for yourself. You? It was my turn now, is it? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I do love what I do, and I, I think that that helps you get out of bed in the morning. And I, and I know that's probably a cliche. You hear these people say, "I love what I do," and I and I and I love kind of building my own story and stuff like that. But it is true, hundred percent. But I also I think one of the biggest motivations for me is is the family. Do you know what I mean my wife and my two kids, and actually doing everything I can to give them the life I want to kind of give them as well. So that is my biggest driver and motivation is giving back in a way. I've always been pretty good at that because in my career and life, I've had quite a few low points. Not that I kind of really make a fuss of it, to be honest, anyway. I've kind of always been one to just kind of truck on and get on with it and probably don't tell a lot of people when I am in a kind of low point. And I've always had that ability to pick myself up and motivate myself and just keep going. You know, even when you take the the knocks and you get knocked down, I can just get up and just keep going. So just generally motivated and driven to create the story I want to create and the end I want to create. And and again, like without it being cliche, just going back to the family. And I do this everything for my family. And just to make sure that I can provide for them and be there for them. I hope the guys can can cut in. I get knocked down, but I get up again in the background when you start t- talking there. <laughs> that song is awful. Chumbawamba, wasn't it? <laughs> Probably was. It was Chumbawamba. Was what was the question again? The motivation. What motivates me? What inspires you? Keep pushing. You know, I take. Uh, I think I take the view of you know, no matter how bad your life is, or how bad you think your life is, we're very bloody lucky to be on this planet in the time that we're in it. And you know what? We, we all when when we seem to be down at the moment, it's always first world problems that we seem to have. We're not down because we have no money or we're, we have a, a, an incurable terminal illness or something like that. We're down because somebody lost in the football or the weather's bad outside or, uh, you know, one of the Sainsbury's don't have the, 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 the chocolate that I like. And we don't need to be down. We're, we should be very fortunate for all that we have. And on this side of the planet, lots and lots of people are very fortunate. There's, there's some unfortunate people who are very lucky what we have so I don't even when you get down I think you have to kind of pinch yeah pinch yourself and kind of go it's Mm. it's not it's not really down it's just having a bad moment yeah it is 
But do you know what? I actually thought of this the other day. I can't remember when I was 22. It was that long ago. <laughs> no, I, do you know what? I can remember when I was 21 because I finished my degree. But 22. Yeah, I, I, I think... I think for my younger self, I genuinely probably wish that I did more of what I do today as in learning, absorbing knowledge when I was younger and had the time and actually learned a lot more instead of kind of probably being on the lash most of the time. And I can associate with that. Yeah, but it was, wasn't it? You kind of had fun when you were kind of that age. And, and, I'm, and I wouldn't give any of it back, but I think if I could have probably given myself an extra hour a day whilst I was still having fun of learning, enhancing my knowledge, and actually some of the stuff that I'm doing today in my 40s, if I'd done it back then, which direction would I have kind of gone in then? And I don't think, like, I, I kind of, I, I wouldn't say I chopped and changed careers, but I definitely didn't quite have my direction of where I wanted to go in life and jobs. I kind of came out of university, didn't really know what to do with that. Yeah. Stuck with working in the pubs, then kind of didn't know where to go with that. So joined the police because my friends were. And I kind of, it's only when I started doing this, I actually found where I wanted to kind of head. And it's probably only the last few years, actually, where I really want to take my like business and life in that direction. And I just kind of wish that I'd, I'd done that a lot earlier. But and I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, if you chop and change jobs these days, if you're not finding the job which actually gives you the passion, I don't think it's a bad thing to chop and change when historically people have always told you it's really bad if you see yeah. loads of different jobs on. But I think if the reason you change jobs is because it wasn't your calling or wasn't what you wanted to do, well, that's fair enough. But yeah, so I, I think I think it would be probably to learn more, probably ask even more questions when I was younger. I'll do a simple answer, nothing. I, I have the firm belief that don't procrastinate in anything. Procrastination is basically not doing it, so you're not doing it. But, you know, if you come to a a road, a fork in a road at 22 and you go A or B, you just take that route. So if you go down road A, just go down there because everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I wouldn't be here today if I done if I went down a different road at 22. Now, I might have been a lot happier, wealthier, wiser, or I might not. So I don't, I, I wouldn't look back and say I do something different because it, the, everything I believe has been mapped out in life and I'm just following it and, and what will be will be. And would I change anything? Not a single thing because I wouldn't be where I am today if back then I changed anything different. So I couldn't, I, there isn't one thing that I could pick out. Yeah, I wouldn't change. I'm not saying I've changed there. I think it was just, I think I probably would have just probably used my time a bit more wisely to kind of learn and things like that. It's a good job. Spent a lot of time hungover. Yeah. It's a good job Netflix wasn't out back then. You know, you just, you, you no, just didn't more... have iPhones back then, did we? No. 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 Or Facebook? No. Or Facebook? No. Or Instagram? No. Or TikTok? No. Or Twitch? No. Don't know what that is. WhatsApp? Yeah, I know what that is. You, YouTube was probably in its infancy if it was then. Can I tell you, we we didn't, I at that stage in my I life, you're old. talking about 22, I still hadn't tasted a curry or an Indian or a, a Chinese. When you living in Cardiff then? No. All oh, right. People, people now are trying to work out um, how long, as I said earlier, how many years ago I, I moved over here and how long ago? It was, it was not long after that though. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I never tasted. So, you know, when these things never existed, in my eyes, a Chinese or an Indian didn't exist. I, I had not sampled them at that stage in life. So if I'm giving advice, go and have them a lot bloody earlier. <laughs> There's even more choice now, though. <laughs> I'm going to say mind the money was you. Was it? I think it was. I, I, I can't take any. I think it, 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 it. What's the thing that happens my when. Mind um creates all sorts of things, as we well know. <laughs> There's a WhatsApp um, message uh, that long. What happens when a, a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? Is that metam- metamorph- metamorphosized? No, I can't think of that word. Yeah, I um, think it is. Is it? I don't know the actual word. Metamorphosis. <laughs> metam- can anyone email us in uh, the answer? Um, we'll, put the, we'll put the answer on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> flashing up. Um, I think business building business resilience was done at a time when stuff was hitting the fan. Yeah. Uh, the world was pivoting and adapting, and it was kind of coming up from the ashes. And um, um, during uh, just po- during um, all the the troubles of last last year, um, and then like I think from the ashes, was yeah, it? and then maybe my the money was kind of the the culmination of needing to change ideas, thoughts, behaviours, emotions mm. with monies and, and attitudes and stuff like that and spending. So it probably morphed from, there is a, a logical uh, movement from yeah, the, I think, the I think you came just, up, you probably came up with it. evolution, wasn't it? I think. That's the word. I think, I think, I think I, I'll give you the credit for that. Yeah, and, and I guess the, the main focus behind it is kind of, Building good habits around money, you know, managing money, mindset around money, mindset just generally in life, mindset for coaching, business owners, just kind of trying to change that whole kind of mindset in the world. The more we've got this fast fashion, fast shop, and everything is kind of done on a whim, quickly, without a thought. And, you know, debt is rising. And, and you've seen so much stuff on social media at the moment about, which I'm going to call BS on a lot of it, is these people who are kind of taking photos themselves, stood next to Lamborghinis in front of these big houses and stuff like that. But half the time, it's not even their houses. I wouldn't say half. I'd probably say 99% of the time, it's not their Lamborghini. You know, I took a video of myself next to a Lamborghini a few weeks ago, if you remember. Exactly. And that's all. And, and it wasn't you, mine. You could have created that. You could have created a social media post on that saying, you know, yeah. you know you'll come to the next level with me. And actually, it's not even yours. You, True. You know, you probably don't even have a car. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen these people who profess to be property developers and helping people build property portfolios. They don't even own their own house. They're still renting or they're living at home. It's like, how can you yeah. kind of teach people to do something which you've never done yourself? COVID was probably a good thing of... So that's the idea of this. There's a lot of this is going to be, Mind and Money is going to be kind of actually getting rid of the BS and telling people like kind of the real truths around money, mindset, and... And actually educating people about the stuff they never learnt in schools. We never taught about real kind of money management. We never taught about what it's going to be like when you get your first job, what it's going to be like when you start a business, what it's going to be like to buy your first house. We don't get taught any of that stuff. You know, we get we get taught. You know, like, uh, for example, English literature of mice and men. Well, probably one of the, what, what did that ever teach you? You'd be better have read Richard Branson's autobiography. That would have taught you much more about life than mice and men. Don't get me into that. Being aware of that feeling that comes in your stomach when you get home one evening and the tax man has left their uh, their little brown envelope for you to pay in twenty eight yeah, days. You, get, you run a business, you get brown envelopes all the time from the tax man. You know it's from them. But I do think, like, not to kind of debunk the the whole education system, but I think there needs to be a slight change in that as well. And that's part of what we're going to be promoting. 
you know, these these real kind of life as, lessons. As, as negative and all as COVID was, I think the fact that lots of people were locked down within certain areas within their uh, geographical locations almost took the emphasis off having all of the plastic things in life that w- did not make anyone happy. And that just needs to be pushed to another level now of of explaining, understanding and creating habits of creating the right element of happiness for people without having to constantly look on Amazon and try and make themselves happier by purchasing plastic. And I think that's a behavioural thing and a habit habit that will need to be developed and evolved over time. And, and I think people kind of did it last year and you can see them going, regressing back into the old things again um, of, of spending to try and be happy. And I think the, the mind and money will hopefully um, assist with a lot of that going back to COVID times of understanding and having better relationships with money and spending. Exactly. And if we can just change one person's perception on money, mindset and everything, we've done our job. It's all it needs to be. Podcasts out every Wednesday. Um, something exciting coming in the next couple of weeks. And uh, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Um, and... Uh, everything is kind of locked down at the moment in terms of what we're going to tell people. But in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a, a few announcements of what is coming out further in the development of mind and money. Yeah. So don't forget to subscribe and we'd love you to uh, leave a review as well. Is that where I do this thing or is it here or down there? Yes, YouTube, you like, subscribe and hit the notification bell. <laughs> Who is more likely to be running late for the school pickup? It's both of us, isn't it? <laughs> Number two. Who is most likely to answer the phone if you call in the middle of the night? Well, call each other. If you have a problem, who's most likely to pick up? Well, I wouldn't because my phone's off at night. Yeah, I'm not going to pick up either. Nobody. <laughs> Fair enough. Middle of the road like that. Neither of us. Who is more likely to resist a box of chocolates placed on their desk? Wow. Who's like more likely? Me, actually, if I'm in the right mood. Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Which is most of the time, actually. I, I have no uh, resilience at all when it comes to... Uh... Who is funnier? Unintentionally. Who is more patriotic towards their country? Ooh. Yeah. I'm I'm only saying this now because ask is a rugby probably more than anything. If I get um screwed over in terms of questions that, that I get I'll wrong, I can, I can blame I'll my non-patriotic um, stance. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.